You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bosque Users Group Radio Show from Monday, the 18th of July, 2022. <laughs> uh, thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Bosque Users Group Radio. We're a show about bicycles, urban mobility, stuff around and around Melbourne. And we are indeed broadcasting from the lands of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners from the land from which we transmit people-powered radio and uh, 3CR Radical Radio. Uh, we've just had our Keep Community Strong Radiothon and just to reinforce so much about how what keeps us on air is our listeners. We had a $1,300 Radiothon target and we made over $2,000, so thank you so much to everyone who helped keep, keep this little radio program on air. Uh, we go uh, weekly at 10am every Monday morning across the airwaves and podcasts and on demand and a whole bunch of ways you can listen to 3CR. On today's show, I'm doing an interview with Alex from Stonington Bicycle User Group. And uh, us little bicycle user groups, we're all over the place. Uh, so we were They've got a strange little um, groups in terms of not strange or little at all sometimes, uh, we're not Orpist, we're not uh, overseen by some larger organisation, we're just in user groups interested in cycling basically by a local government area or your council and uh, we're everywhere. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to have a chat to Alex from Stonington Park. The Melbourne Documentary Film Festival returns with a huge showcase of the most critically acclaimed documentaries from across the globe. Highlights include opening night film Eternal Spring, bringing to life an unprecedented story of defiance on the 20th anniversary of a TV station hijacking in China. Australia, my home, an Albanian migration, depicting the stories of three generations of Albanian migrants to Australia, and many more. July the 20th to the 31st at Cinema Nova, a 3CR supporter. Hi Chris, thanks for having me on the show. My name's Alex Stott and I'm one of the founding members of the Stonington Bug, the Stonington Bicycle User Group. So we're a relatively new bug group in the Melbourne metro area. We started out in November 2020, so less than two years old, and I got involved with, there was a, a group of four of us and we realised that Stonington didn't have a bug group and we're all local, uh, living locally, 
in and around Stonington. And we're aware that Yarra obviously has a wonderful bug, um, Port Phillip and surrounding councils. And we we just uh, saw a huge gap in Stonington. Um, and especially as Stonington has uh, a lot of improvements that need to be made in their cycling infrastructure. So yeah, the four of us got started. We built a, um, a Facebook group, which was, was our first kind of um, way of communicating with the community and the Facebook group we've got currently just over 400 members which is fantastic and we've since also built a website which is stoningtonbug.org if you want to go check us out and our main kind of goals or things is that we just really want to get more people cycling in Stonington more often and to do that we we want to make it safe because we know that the reason why many people don't cycle is because they don't feel safe. One of, I guess, our key drivers was Chapel Street being a real pain point and wanting to do something about the Chapel Street safety. And we we had big ambitions to to kind of lobby for removing the on-street parking on Chapel Street and putting in proper separated lanes there. That's our that's our end goal, I guess. But obviously um, there's been a few roadblocks in the way with that, with progress on that. We've had a lot of meetings with council, Department of Transport, you know, community groups and people that are interested in that area, traders and such. And it just seems that everyone is passing the buck between each other, blaming others for the lack of kind of movement and um, infrastructure in that area, which has been disappointing, I would say. It, that sounds like a very familiar refrain to many of us. Uh, <laughs> and it's not and it's not a reflection upon you and your group mm. at all. We are all facing this at the moment because uh, there seems to be a lack of political capital tool and a lack of political will and mm. we're reaching a different stage in bicycle advocacy across Melbourne uh, is, is, you know, to, to use that phrase all the low hanging fruits being kind of picked and we're moving into difficult and hard things mm, and that's right Department that's right. of Transport have got to talk properly to local councils and so has the state government got to use their their powers as well yeah it's, that's exactly right and um, yeah Stonington Council they declared a climate emergency in February 2020. So almost two and a half years ago, this emergency was called, but we've really seen no time, effort, money put in to yeah. reducing car traffic, which is such a huge contributor to climate change and such a, in terms of what councils can do to, to um, mitigate climate change, like such an important one that's really in their jurisdiction. Like that's their job is to manage, trans, you know, transport in and around the areas. You know, we see so much, you know, money going into these huge public transport projects around Melbourne, which is fantastic. You know, in seven years they can they're digging underground metro tunnels that are just such massive projects. And, you know, in seven years, what bicycle infrastructure have we seen like so, such minimal, yeah. and for such small effort, we're still scratching. <laughs> you know? I mean, That's okay, right. you go back two years ago or whatever point it was in twenty twenty when we had uh, um, Ben Carroll, Minister of Transport in Victoria, kind of came out with a hundred kilometres of you know whatever you know either combination there of protected lanes and you know painted bits that I've seen around for the Durban Yarra connectors, stuff like that, and it's. 
it's a strange, strange space at the moment because I know there's a lot of fantastic urban planners and transport planners and people out there doing great stuff. Mm-hmm. This is just an observation, and you can vehemently disagree with me, but I seem to think there's a bit of a generational problem. Mm, it feels yeah. a bit, bit of a generational problem. Yeah, it was just something to do with Yarra. I'll just go off a little bit here. I was going through, like, we've got a thing coming up, Yarra, to pass our draft transport strategy for the next 10 years. And I was going through a couple of the attachments for this item, 8.1. And I was going through all the public responses and stuff. And there's this absolute polarisation. You're, you know, one saying, this is great, it's small, but you're, you're trying, okay, you know, for throughput mm-hmm. for sustainable transport. And then there's this other side of it, of you hate cars, stop enforcing this thing upon us. And it's like, no one's enforcing anything upon you. You can still drive your car. That's right. It's yeah, very exactly. strange energies. And it, it it seems like it was a lot of older male people, you know, kind of were responding to these surveys. And it doesn't seem to 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 us, like I've been in this space for a long time. You've gone into this space in the last couple of years. There's a lot of females. <laughs> it's really strange. Yeah, I think we're at a really interesting point. Three CR Radio Thon Fundraiser, three to seven PM Saturday, twenty third of July. Uprise Radio and Stick Together join forces bringing you an afternoon of discussion and music. Climate, capitalism and the future. Zelda Grimshaw from Blockade Australia. Dr Colin Long, sustainability campaigner from Victoria Trades Hall. And Anthony Kelly from Melbourne Activist Legal Service. Followed by tunes from local legends Les Thomas and Maxine Vink. Followed by Sooty Owls. Refreshments, raffle and fun. Climate, capitalism and the future. Uprise Radio and Stick Together event. 3CR fundraiser. Saturday, July the 23rd, 3 to 7pm. Black Spark Cultural Centre, 253A St George's Road. Tram 11 will get you there. Stop 30. $10 solidarity. No one turned away. Other than Chapel Street's been a massive one for a long, 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 long time. And all strength to your arms and legs for having a crack at it. What have you been told about what's possible and what's not possible for Chapel Street? We're seeing all the you know, all the cycling strategies, all the all the documents, all the plans from council and from department, like they all list Chapel Street as being a key strategic cycling corridor. Yeah. And everyone knows this. Like it's always number one, it's always listed as priorities, but then nothing happens. And <laughs> it's like, why? Mm. It seems that you know, the council just says, oh, you know, we're working on it. We're still looking at, you know, what the traffic is like, like how many cyclists are there, like doing all this stuff. But there just seems to be no action. It, it just seems to in the too hard basket. Do you reckon they're kind of like they're terrified of just a bit of pushback? I know that, you know, street traders still have this thing about everyone comes to us by car. 
And yes. there is study yes. after study after study with data backing it up in, in yep. Australia, across the world, that people yep. get to the shops, you know, your bricks and mortar, by lots of different ways. And this, there's this thing of people, you know, it's like this country town thing from Melbourne 1960s that you can get in your car and drive out the front and be at the front of Myers. But uh, in what's happened in Chapel Street, like yeah. they put all this money in building the Cato Street car park, which is this amazing underground car park with a nice community park on top. The car park's empty, like it's never full. And so they've, you know, put all this energy into building this space, but then they're still allowing the on-street car parks. And the reason why Sonnington's the only, I believe, the only inner city council that doesn't have any paid on-street parking in the whole council. Wow, that's something. (laughs) It's something. It's something. And the councillor, there's a a councillor that is, you know, very proud of this, of course, because residents don't like to pay for to park their cars outside of shops um, and it's a very hot political topic. So in order for... That I, you know, I don't see that changing anytime soon unless there's a huge overhaul in, in council direction and, and things like that. But it's just, you know, where, you know, everyone loves, you know, free parking on the street, but what the cost of this parking is just ginormous to the community. Uh, that's really interesting because, yeah, it's completely different. You, you have to get a permit. You have that's to park. right. Because it's contested yeah. space here and parking is the issue in Yarra. It's, <laughs> it's phenomenal. I can understand reasons for and against and then we have like planning overlays where we have um, minimum parking provision to get people not to believe that they're in a suburban setting and you have enough PT and walking and other transport modes not to have a car and this is seen as some type of diabolical mind control. There's just some really uh, illogical things going on because you know it's it's kind of like these massive externalities to, to what we're discussing about mm. where we live and how we live. And, mm. you know, like today I was going for a walk and, you know, I just see a couple of cars with climate emergency and all this sort of stuff on the back of a car. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> you know, cognitive yes. dissidency. It's not yes. enforcing. It's not enforcing. Everyone's got to walk, cycle, PT. It's we've got to get away from... Well, we've got finite resources, and I don't think there's some very serious conversations being had. And this is where it dovetails into your saying, from astonishing perspective, they're not doing anything because they kind mm-hmm. of pretend it's not existing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's it's super frustrating. We put out a petition that was asking for you know council to really focus on just taking action on these strategic cycling corridors by 2024. Um, we're also asking them to establish some baselines and set yep. targets for the number of people on the bicycle key routes by October this year, which is coming up soon. And we're also just asking them to commit to spending cycling budget on initiatives where there is actual evidence showing that this will increase the number of people cycling. Because what they're doing is creating all these sharrows on back streets uh, in Stunning to, to kind of to avoid... Chapel, the Chapel Street issue, they're doing the back streets. And, you know, we all know that no one, not, it's not going to make any difference. Like no one's going to see a shadow and be like, oh, yes, you know, I, didn't, I don't feel safe cycling on the roads, but I see that and I feel safe. No. like doesn't work like not, that. It's There's a disconnect so between, you know, what people want to travel, you know, mm-hmm. want to walk and cycle and PT, and, oh, yeah, the, some things we were discussing a couple of minutes ago.
Australian Plant Society Yarra Yarra Group is having its Australian Plants Expo on the 27th to 28th of August, 10am to 4pm at the Eltham Community and Reception Centre, 801 Main Road, Eltham. Huge native plant fair. Thousands of native plants, including grafted, uncommon species and indigenous plants with books on related subjects, crow's foot pottery, gift stalls, native flower displays and activities for children. Refreshments will also be available. Wheelchair friendly, adults at $5, concessions $4 and children free. Check out our website for plant lists, apsyarayarra.org.au forward slash Australian Plants Expo. A 3CR supporter. Just to backtrack a little bit, if someone's listening to this show and they're not familiar where Stonington is, so where Stonington is and some of your main routes through the area? Yeah, good question. So Stonington kind of extends from the south. So it starts in Windsor, kind of in the south, goes north. If you follow up Chapel Street, Punt Road to take in Paran, South Yarra, and then Toolrack moving to the east through Malvern and across. So, yeah, the main boundaries, I believe, are the Yarra, Dandenong Road, and one further east. <laughs> a bit of Borundara, a bit of Glen Ira further down, a bit yeah. of Port Phillip. Yeah. Yeah, you're the next eastern LGA out. So if someone's kind of trying to think of Naram, Melbourne, that's kind of where yeah. Stonington is. Like the main cycling corridors that... We're kind of advocating for Chapel Street, Malvern Road, Taronga Road, Glen Ferry Road, and yeah, those areas. Yeah, we've in the recent federal election, like the we were previously had a Liberal MP and we've now got a Labor MP, which is exciting. Um, and hopefully, it, yeah, it'll be great to meet with her and to find out what her kind of attitudes and thoughts are towards cycling and transport infrastructure, climate emergency. And we've, yeah, so we're just kind of feeling our way around, um, meeting with all the, the key people that can, can we can help um, influence and see how we go. Yeah, so what, you've been holding rides and events and stuff too? We have, yeah, we had. So we've had about four social rides. We had one yesterday, which was fantastic. We battled the morning, Sunday morning fog. It was great. We had about nine nine people join the ride. Um, as we're, yeah, we're a new bug, so we're just really looking for as many members as we can to join us. So, yeah, keen to see some new faces. And we also have monthly meetings alternating between the College Lawn Pub in Peran in person and on Zoom. Mm-hmm. So we try and make those um, accessible to as many people as possible that can join either online or in person. Yeah, we just kind of keep the conversation going on our Facebook channels. We've also got a WhatsApp group um, for the kind of key organising team, the people that are involved in that, and then just trying to make, yeah, have as many meetings with local community groups and members as we can to to just kind of learn the whole picture, I suppose, and see yeah. where we can add the most value because um, I really come, yeah, came into this really not knowing a lot. I've been a the cyclists in around Stonington and Melbourne for about 13 years. I've, you know, had, I've been doored on Chapel Street before. I've had accidents and I've, so I'm very kind of aware of the problems. (laughs) Yeah. It's exciting to kind of see that there are solutions out there and other councils that we've, you know, been learning a lot from. 
yeah, Port Phillip and Burundara, bugs that are very well established and been around for a while, have been great uh, to learn from them. And yeah. Yeah, because it's the thing I noticed with, uh, you see you see something come up in infrastructure and, it, and then it starts to become more of a rollout. Like, I don't know if you're aware of in East Melbourne, where the Lansdowne intersections you have protected intersections. And now we're getting them in Yarra along Gipps Street. And these, these are really actually good bits of infrastructure where there's conflict at intersections where people can feel more protected and the rest of the road where they can kind of ride adequately, you know, mm. where you can have these protected intersections. And it's something that I think councils and, you know, the urban planners and the transport mob and all that sort of stuff, try and get these things in because you've probably seen all pushback on you know you can't possibly retrofit separated lanes in and mm. kind of people people lose their minds over stuff like that um, yeah <laughs> but then you look at the north side like the north side has such fantastic cycling infrastructure in those councils up north of melbourne and you know if they can do it it's, it's kind of interesting because people always say oh yeah it's really great and melbourne's really great and i'm saying it's still a big fight um <laughs> it, 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 took, it took a lot to get the little we have it's great to see more bicycle user groups kicking off because they're strange little things because we're not really affiliated or Orpus by anybody, are we? No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it's just no. a group of um, people that, yeah, a very diverse group of people in many ways that have this one thing in common that they're passionate about and it's been really fun to meet other people that you know, want to see change and kind of believe that change can be made, which is really exciting, I think. Any kind of like anecdotes or good things you're looking forward to in the future? Oh, good question. Um, We're looking to organise more rides we'd love to actually partner with some of the other bugs and do some rides so we've got more people we've talked about some ideas of just doing a ride with a large group of people just up and down chapel street for a few hours just so people see us and you know to have that visibility on the road i think is really important yeah kind of critical mass rides that would be fun and yeah looking forward to getting yeah going to more council meetings asking more questions getting more answers we had we when we presented our petition to a Sonnington council meeting a few a month or so ago where a group of us showed up wearing our helmets and we sat in the whole meeting we were the only audience members there um but they um they definitely won't forget us though <laughs> so yeah. that was fun so and yeah doing all- more of that stuff that's great because there's also so many groups that yeah have shared goals like you yeah, work with some of the climate um, emergency mob working, yeah. working especially with walking advocates as well and people in the area who just yeah you, know, you want your pavements and all that sort of stuff to be DDA compliant because it's it, it's all active transport and this is this is good stuff that makes where you live even better. Yeah, so many other benefits as well. It's not. Yeah, it doesn't just benefit the people cycling. It really benefits the the whole community and just makes our streets more livable and nicer places to be. Oh, thanks so much for having me on the show, Chris. Been been great to talk about our issues and yeah, keen to to meet more passionate people. So check us out on Facebook, Stonington Bicycle User Group, and we've also got a website, stoningtonbug.org.
20 Years on the Inside is an iconic new podcast series that gives voice to the experience of First Nations people in the Victorian prison system. 20 Years on the Inside, I'm Vicky Roach. And I'm Kutcher Edwards. This series reflects on 20 years of listening to our mobs on the inside as part of the Beyond the Bars prison broadcasts. 20 Years on the Inside is essential listening for anyone looking to educate themselves about the realities of life on the inside and the need to end Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander incarceration. Well, all the boys mentioned about being in jail. What you do really isn't who you are. You know, it's how you love your family, it's how you care about your cousins, and it's how you care about your people. That's what, that's what this is about for me. Catch the podcast via the 3CR website or on your favourite podcast app. You're listening to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR. And uh, good news from last week was the uh, Yarra Transport Strategy for 2022-2032 moving forward. Draft was moved, or I should say adopted unanimously at the last meeting, and uh, on to the next step of that, which will be the action plan, the transport action plan. And... uh, begin work on to update the uh, parking strategy which is going to be a whole bunch of fun and some other good news with a bit of a bittersweet twist to it was uh, Burundara Council as you might have mentioned or I mentioned on the previous show approved their 2022-2032 bicycle strategy however the Glass Creek uh, Jacker trail was removed, which students could use to ride their bikes to school. So they've got a report on that. That's a bit of a mm, one step forward and a you know, bit of a knee jerk back. And oh, I was going, I had something in front of me about Diamond Creek. There was a trail extension opening thing there, and I just can't find it at the moment. So I'm sorry about that, but I will try and put it into the podcast description. And there was a great uh, article, or I should say, reference material that I found last week on the medium, which is Twitter, to do with how language is used in the media. And I'm just trying to bring that up. But in the interim, uh, there's another circling survey out and that's seeking participants. And uh, it's at uh, University of New South Wales and the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. Okay. And uh, are you willing to be interviewed about your experiences? And uh, this is for, uh, as I just said, seeking participants. It's got a QR code, which is impossible to read out over here, but I'll put the uh, details into the podcast description. And I'm just trying to find that really good article. It was about how language is used when things are discussed. But... uh, Yes, like yesterday, Port Phillip Bug, another, another bicycle user group, they had a ride to have a look at the uh, changes on Bridge Street down in uh, that part of the world and a couple of local politicians and quite a few members of the bicycle user group went along to that to have a look. As you probably no doubt remember last week, or if you don't remember, which is probably a good thing, you know, media having fun or not so much fun with uh, kind of lack of... Uh, I could have, 
disingenuous reporting. Let's just call it what it is. Anyway, I've just found this. This is by Dr. Tara Goddard and colleagues, which explores the issue of how the media reports on road issues. And there's this little quote, editorial patterns in crash coverage. And um, the status quo is just just using one thing of to do with pedestrians. The status quo is accident, italics, quotation, pedestrian killed in an accident on Main Street. The better practice is crash, pedestrian killed killed in crash on Main Street, and effect of the status quo is obscures the preventable nature of crashes. And this is getting into how language is used against us and pejorative sort of things of othering and outgrouping. And, you know, it gets into things like non-adjective, focus on the pedestrian, object-based language, counterfactual argument statements and episodic framing. You may think that's a bit dry, but it's really, really interesting stuff. And that's at sciencedirect.com. And I'll put that in the podcast description, just a little bit of light reading. So thank you for Alex for making time to have a chat about Stonington Bicycle Users Group. Podcast should be up later today at 3cr.org.au or on our Merisite, yarrabug.org forward slash radio. And we're all uh, volunteers here, all the announcers and presenters and producers, and we stay on air due to your support so go to 3cr.org.au and uh, look for the subscribe donate or events information there's a couple of more uh radiothon fundraisers coming up that's worth having a squeeze at and uh thank you for listening today and up next is Sheepop. 3cr would like to thank our yarrabug program sponsor backrose second chance cycles for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.